You're listening to Tales from the Flipside. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Monday night, another wonderful Monday night uh, edition of Tales from the Flipside. Uh, got the crew with us today. Um, I think uh, a couple of the other guys said they're going to try and come on uh, throughout the show. We'll see what happens. We've got uh, um, happy birthday, of- Leg. Oh, you happy stole birthday. what I was going to do, you I know, bastard. Man. I know. He hey, wanted Leg, to be the first to guy to do it. Toast. Salute. Hey, well, he's our new guy, the other guy. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I want to uh, shout out everybody that in the live view, uh, the live chat tonight. Again, you guys make the show uh, fun and interesting. For everybody that hasn't subscribed already, make sure that you guys subscribe. Like the video. Give us a thumbs up. Uh, throw a comment down there. It helps us. Um, it also lets us know what we are doing right and what we are doing wrong, what you guys like, what you guys don't like. We want to know that type of stuff, figure out how to make these shows better for you. So, um, all right. A uh, lot of interesting stuff going on. We got some market report stuff to talk about, some news, uh, some opinion stuff. A um, lot of, you know, what's funny. I had a lot of people uh, this week ask me questions about what I liked if i liked dc or marvel better like people who aren't into comics i had like a couple people ask me like five or six people it was weird and i don't know if that has to do with maybe like the news cycle and the the movies that are going you know there's, well, there's a lot of rumors and clickbait about dc folding and all yeah. that stuff that's probably what it is that's, that's, that's why we posed the question what are we're going to do a little round are you going to be okay when dc collapses Brian, is your mental health going to be okay? Um, I when we get the pickups, uh, I hope DC doesn't collapse. B, <laughs> they're not they're not going to. They're B, definitely not going to. B, I had to, I had to move my uh, vacuum because Brian, I didn't want Brian's vacuum to get jealous, so I had to move my vacuum. Out of the- Thank you. We're we are going to try and fix our horrible backgrounds for you guys at some point. I, this, I'm so, building yeah. I'm building the ultimate background. It's just going to take me like three months to build it. So. I'm hoping my wife will pay for some framing for uh, Christmas for me, so I can finally put some of that art in my wall. I'm going to do that. That's, that's the plan, guys. And uh, listen, we appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Jack. Much love, brother. Uh, uh, look, at the Colonel is in the in the chat tonight. What's up, Josh? How you doing, brother? It's good to see you. Um, we've got, uh, we saw Ultra was here. Shout out <laughs> to Ultra Max. Yeah. Um, so thank you, everybody. We love you guys. Um, and uh, you never know. Uh, the way that uh, Flipside works is if you guys are watching live and you stay active in the chat, you know, you might win a book. Uh, that's kind of how it works. We just kind of do random stuff around here. So um, make sure to stay active in the chat, like, and subscribe. All right. Uh, Again, Marvel 616, everybody's talking about this new uh, documentary, and then we're hearing at the same time. I guess everybody's kind of talking about Marvel stuff that when you hear about DC stuff, it's kind of like either the Wonder Woman talk about how it's going to destroy theaters or it's not. We didn't even talk about that last week, did we? Well, I think we might have. Anyways, well, Wonder Woman's going to be released uh, December 25th in theaters and on HBO Max? Yeah, HBO Max. Correct. HBO Max. 
it's Christmas Day. Christmas Day. And everybody's saying, oh, you know, that's an issue. Is it because it's not pop? DC movies aren't popular enough. Uh, what is, you know, of course it's COVID. We know that. But there's just a lot of talk. And then there's talk about all everything going on over DC with Snyder and Jim Lee leaving. Or, and well, this, uh, I think these movies tie together so much that you can't hold them forever. You know, they got to go. There's yeah, other movies we're forgetting. Online. We forgot about Black Widow already. Um, Wonder Woman is this close. Yeah, Gal Gadot is a force to be reckoned with. I think, uh, regardless of whether or not the uh, comic book collector uh, elite, like uh, you know, the people that watch this podcast, um, who you know don't give a shit really, uh, don't like it, it's not going to matter when that thing hits uh, HBO Max. It's going to hit like a freight train um, on Christmas Day. People are going to pay for HBO Max and they're going to watch it with their daughters. Um, husbands are going to watch it with their sons. And uh, Gal Gadot is going to make a lot of people happy. I'm going to I'm gonna look over at my 12-year-old and he's going to be like, hey, I like her. Um, no, but I mean, truthfully... HBO Max is what a fifteen dollars subscription. You pay fifteen bucks that month because you want that movie. That's cheaper than buying anything else that you've, you know, they've put out on demand. But that's a nice little monthly in for them. Plus, it's like a trial. If people subscribe, there's a certain percentage that are going to stay. There just are. You know, they keep twenty percent. They'll be ecstatic. Yeah, they're homers. Yeah. Just like I'm, a, I'm, a, we're homeless for certain things. We're gonna yeah, follow I mean, but that once, all the time. Once, Dino, once you clicking. subscribe, you're you're oh, just sorry. likely not to unsubscribe. I think it's your check your mic settings. Uh, you can for yeah, those of you guys this. that don't know who who take take part in YouTube uh, uh, stuff or or you know these screens or maybe you're in a meeting with your people. If you have your mic on your desk, every single thing that's on your desk, including your vibrating phone, that's your good. mic will hear. So. Uh, I'm, a not, I'm, not tip. Gonna, I'm not gonna do anything anymore. I'm just gonna sit You're just here. not gonna do anything, bro. Just we're gonna kick Sorry. you out. Sorry. No, dude. You know what's funny? I gotta get my stand at my old house. I got the Yeti because because Nico was bitching about me. I can actually move it to the or the other side. So my man, click right into it. So let's do this. I'm excited for Dino's pickups. I know you're gonna have to wait the uh, the whole. Can you hear me? Click now. Episode, but uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, but uh, it's going to be worth it. Our, our buddy's back in the game. Um, back into comics. So uh, beyond Wonder Woman, beyond the uh, 616 series, the first episode features uh, Japanese Spider-Man, and, and it looked to me from the advertising materials that they've been pushing Squirrel Girl, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, what sort of stuff uh, has you guys uh, curious about the six one six stuff, one hundred percent watcher, right? <laughs> Just you. What you guys aren't fans of that? Like, I mean, come on, you're not looking forward to seeing uh, that big, big head. No? I didn't even know it was on there till one of you guys pointed it out. So they must not be doing a great job advertising it. I don't or know. Like, Do my my Marvel kid has not found it either. Hey, John, do you think it's on the IG page? I am sure it is. You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was good that John caught me today. Uh, I inadvertently indicated that we were going to start at nine. Uh, now, nobody actually uh, watches us timely. So 
uh, it wouldn't have mattered much. But to somebody who's as neurotic as me, it mattered a lot. And I appreciated that. That was a good assist. So I love I read the one I needed to read. Yeah. Yep. Um, you, this, you fucked uh, up, kid. This is the one that both people are, have been talking about, the brute force one. Um, I've seen uh, lots of comments talk about it. And uh, that kind of re reminded me, um, you know, obviously nostalgia. It's like nostalgia is king, right? That's, that's the, and, and to hear these little backstories and this and that. I just uh, I love hearing that shit. I would love to hear more of it from these creators themselves. You know what I mean? I would love to have uh, these stories just come out. Uh, if you guys haven't seen, there's another really really good documentary um, on that I watched recently that I, I just watch over and over. The Heart of Batman, the um, Batman animated series documentary, and you can watch that for free on YouTube. But those stories like that about our favorite, these favorite things that we had when we were a kid that we didn't know are amazing. That's why we love uh, the toys that made us, the movies that made us, those type of things, right? So I think they hit it out of the park. And, and from what everybody's saying, what everybody's talking about, yeah, hell yeah, I'm all for it. Well, people you guys want to talk content. So any kind of new content is good content on the, on the Marvel front. You guys want to talk about... Uh the Namor casting, or should I say the Black Panther casting? Yeah. The Black we, Panther villain casting? Yeah. Because nobody Let me bring thinks him, that I'll, it's... I'll bring him up. No one thinks it's the Submariner. I mean, at least in the mainstream media, right? Like, it wasn't announced as like, well, so this is probably who that is, um, which is usually what we hear. And it, uh, it could be Doom. It absolutely could be Doom. That would be the other, like, side pick. Um, it's interesting. He is a uh, Latino uh, actor famous for Narcos Mexico. Yep. Yeah. So here we go. Um, uh, he doesn't particularly look intimidating enough for the Submariner, but I guess he yeah, he does. He, he does in in the show in that that uh, that show that he's in. He he plays a pretty intimidating. He can be intimidating. They just, they just have a not impressive photo of him. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, let me find a better one. But yeah, I think yeah, this could totally be it. I don't see why. Yeah, why I don't not. know. I mean, I'm interested. I I looked uh, through every kind of wiki uh, reference list for um, Latino Marvel uh, male characters, and uh, might I add that there aren't many. I don't think it has to be a Latino character per se, though. It does not. It absolutely does not. But if it's not some of the like, uh, you know, like low hanging fruit for major characters, I thought maybe that's the angle that they were going to do. Um, Black Panther down. Uh, God rest the soul. Chadwick Boseman into the great beyond. And um, Shuri comes up. And uh, do they maybe try to move into another kind of market? I, I hate to uh, suggest that Hollywood is that uh, trite, um, or but they are, right? Yeah, they're going to go for the quick buck wherever they so. Can. Well, you got a lot of money investing in it. I mean, I'm not saying it's inhumane or whatever, but why wouldn't you? I mean, you got a lot of money in your mind. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, the only problem is that 
where where did this where did some of this come from? Some of, where did like if you go look at some of these sites it says, and we got this cover reported. We got this covered reported. We got this cover reported. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, that, this yeah, this story broke from the Hollywood Reporter. Yes. Um, well, there yeah, was a so, casting. There was definitely a casting. But nobody has any sort of concrete news about who the casting is. Um, you know, and apparently Kang uh, was already cast. I would think that this character, uh, or at least the actor, looked more like a guy who would play Kang. And the guy who they indicated was going to play Kang looked more like a guy who would play Doctor Doom to me. Uh, but, you know, what the hell do I know? Yeah. Hey, we'll see I'm not happens. a casting director. Yeah, either way, I'm excited about it. Um, I, I, we've talked about this before. I think it's kind of weird that um, I, I can't see a world where uh, a, a submariner is just punching Shuri in the head <laughs> on uh, on the big screen, like or Doctor Doom snatching her up by her throat. Like that stuff doesn't seem weird to me in comics, but in live action, I think it would just be too unsettling. Huh. Valid point. Um. Yeah, this is yeah. the character. Uh, uh, I don't know how to say that first name. T e n o c h Huerta. I think uh, it's Tenoch. Tenoch Huerta. Huerta. Yeah, it's a pretty dope first name. If that's yeah, absolutely. Is. Yeah. I don't think that's his real name. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I'm in a deep state. The deep state. Tenoch. Hey, Dino, your microphone's too loud. Not yeah, you're, you're, yeah, your mic's not working, bro. We're basically just harassing Dino. No, no, it's it's, uh, it's our effort to haze him because his pickups are so good. Uh, is yeah. it better now? Yeah. Oh, man. The chat is uh, lively today. Yeah, so what's next? All right. Um, Mandalorian, more, more uh, Ashoka talk. Oh, yeah, let's talk. Let's get into this because um, this I'm is... two episodes behind, boys. I mean, there's already just chatter. Close yeah. your ears. No, it's fine, dude. The scoops uh -huh. are out about the next episode. Um, new, a couple rumors going around. Let's talk about the first one that everybody wants to talk about the most, and that is that uh, the rumor came out. And listen, if you guys don't want to hear this information... Fast forward it or pause it or, or stop listening right now, but it's pretty we obvious. Have, we could have we a all, with spoiler alert. Yeah, we all we all know yeah. that we all knew that the Filoni episode was gonna be the episode that everybody was saying if 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 she's if she's gonna show up, it, it, this will be the best time at this episode because this is you know the, her creator is directing if it's in the middle of the season, you know, it could start her the journey, everything. He's got he's probably wants to bring her in the way he's always envisioned or something, you know, they're giving him the opportunity to hold, you know, show his, his creation, you know, the way he wants, but the rumors are that she's out there searching for somebody and that somebody uh, is Thrawn. Woo. Would make a good day. Yeah. Um. The question is, is that book as high as it can go? I think the last 9.8 sold for like $800. Um, that was a newsstand 9.8. That was a newsstand 9.8. I think there's room. Where's it going to go? 12? Holy shit. Well, I mean, I don't know. Look at freaking Ashoka. There's all over the place. Bro. <laughs> we're a little late with that one. 
Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's fine. It's, fine. We got good. It it's a great. We got it now. It's a. It's a great graphic. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean that's from a pretty reliable scooper, um, so I'm pretty excited about that. If uh, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we all know that um, Ahsoka is a coming, and um, I guess the issue is like, who do you bring in as the foil? Well, of course you're going to bring Thrawn in, uh, but also as part of the news, it indicates no Sabine. No Ezra Bridger, at least in the next episode. No reference, and certainly no appearance. Um, yeah, it's nothing, nothing is in is in lock. But uh, let's be honest one of the one of the theories is um, if you guys are listening to uh, uh, Dark Side, uh, the Dark Side crew, they've Who's talked about CGC nine eight on those. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Uh, they they talk about this a lot um, that. Uh, Thrawn has Ezra and is using Ezra as a uh, basically a navigation tool for the dark outer. Can you put newsstand on there too. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, and if that's the case, then bam, yeah. So this is uh, October 28th, 800 bucks. That's your September buddy. 28th, yeah. That's your buddy Nico. You sold it for 800. No, but I remembered the sale. Oh. Um, yeah, so we'll see. It, it, it'll be interesting, and I just love it when a plan comes together. You know? It's just... It's it's great. And uh, Mandalorian is at the point of um, hype that we were seeing with Game of Thrones, right? Um, I think it's getting to that point where everybody's, like, you know, really looking forward to it uh, every week. Um, I know I watch it Thursday night. I, I'm I'm the type of person that stays up, you know, and waits for it to come out Thursday, late Thursday night, and I'm fucking watching it immediately. I watch it one time with captions on, and then another time with captions off because I'm a geek. What, but what are you trying? Are you trying to do the Sports Center thing? Like you watch Sports Center once for the entertainment, and second time for the stats? Come on, man. <laughs> nah. He watches it first for the stats so that he knows what to do with the market, and then he watches it for entertainment. You heard yeah, that's smart man. Strong. Yeah. Strong yeah. as it comes. Um, so it, it's, it's, you know, you get those. I've seen multiple memes of uh, broke somebody's back, you know, because he's carrying the Star Wars whatever on, on his back. You know, mm -hmm. you're seeing all those memes start show up for every single person that's involved with Mandalorian, it seems. So, uh, yeah, um, like your man Stan says, it's uh, strong like bull. So, um Anyways, the another thing, let, let's talk about it, is this talk about Afra. Um, there's some speculation out there that we saw Afra in this last um, episode of Mandalorian when uh, you saw Moff Gideon at the end and he was with the, um, with the uh, super troopers there. And uh, that lieutenant walked up to him and she said, so-and-so, you know, whatever. That that was Afra. Listen, guys, I really don't think so. Um, I talked, we talked with, uh, and again, we talked with uh, Marco, the dark side crew, and asked well, his opinion on it. And he basically straight up said, he's like, read the book that, that everybody's talking about. And the book that everybody's talking about is that Star Wars uh, 35. Um, let's show the uh, the... 
cover, right? And and wouldn't it be great if that was Afra, right? I mean, this cover would be amazing, and this this whole thing would be. But I guess if you read the book, you instantly know that that it just it just can't happen. This is not that character. It's you know, or that character in this thing is not Afra. Um, they would have to do some weird retconning and all kinds of weird stuff. So, um, but don't get me wrong. I definitely think that they want to bring Afra in as soon as possible. I just don't think that's it. Do you guys? I don't think that's it. I, I just, uh, that character that way. Seems odd. Yeah. yeah. Seems odd. I, I, I think a grand entrance, not some kind of, you know. Yeah. Uh, but... People are geeking out about it. And listen, there's always room to speculate on something. Uh, just uh, just make sure that you're you're reading it. A lot of these people that are reading books, uh, you know, do so much better speculating because they do read books. Um, but yeah, this is a, this is a big book right now because of Mandalorian. Listen, you know, uh, one scene caused this book uh, to shoot up. Uh, let's see here. What is it? What is it selling for? Yeah, and for the record, the Thrawn uh, scoop, if it's accurate, indicates that Thrawn will be a slow burn. That uh, twenty-five bucks. That uh, basically they will uh, not show Thrawn, but instead have. Uh, Ahsoka indicate that that's who she's looking for, presumably to find Ezra Bridger. This is funny. So, in uh, Mandalorian, I guess I'll spoil this too. Um, oh yeah, that's right. There's a dude in jeans and shirt in the background of one of the uh, one of the things. Like it's like one of those the like Game of Thrones Starbucks things. Uh, he's like in the back, and they didn't catch it. So, <laughs> uh... yeah, I didn't have the heart to post it. Why did you? You, you uh, know RG is slamming with all the latest content. It is, but I was trying not to break balls. I like Mandalorian too much to break balls over their minor mistakes. They get oh, forgiven wow. for all they do. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Legit. Right. I do. I'm taking the IG away. I'm taking I'm taking my cross and going home with this thing. Uh, I, need, uh, I thought we were going to be a savage on IG, and you're just sitting out here trying to throw something. He's trying to be people. civilized. Well, yeah, no. Well, he's using the weapons game. of a civilized uh, yeah, it's, time. It's a long, it's a long game. I'm just looking to try to get the guy in jeans and the t-shirt to come on to uh, my interview show since I haven't had any <laughs> guests in a while. Nice play. So yeah, it's like it's a selfish move. I mean, I mean, do you want me to contact him because I can close I, on anybody, man? That's true. They always agree to come on whenever you ask them. They just don't show up. Well, you, know, <laughs> you, you, you told me to ask people. You didn't tell me to show up. I just to ask people. No, no, hey, it's not, your fault. It's not your fault they don't show up. It's not your fault they don't show up. If I had a better mic, it might actually work. And you don't hear me clicking the half time. I mean, it actually might show up. You might want to check your uh, uh, mic settings in StreamYard, too. I think I did before this, but I don't know, bro. Well, check and make sure the uh, – no, never mind. You're right. Never mind. That's a different thing. Different problem. No, I'm good, dude. It just honestly, boys, it's because the mic's on the desk right now, and it's not elevated because I don't know where my pole is at the. I got the pole. I, I left one pole. Don't have another pole. It's, it got pole problems, bro. We'll figure it out. Things, no, things are rough. Things are rough, Dino. Problem. Yeah, I'll just I'll just move it around. I'm not worried, dude. I'll drop it seven times. I'm not worried. Makes sense. Whatever. Hey, I'm All just right. here for the pickups. So what's next? Uh, well, we talked about the Ahsoka stuff. We talked, well, Darkwing Duck is, is talking about everywhere. Everybody's nostalgia freaking out for Darkwing Duck. Oh, oh um, sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
I messed it up. Not this. Right there. We're back. We're back, people. <laughs> okay. So people know. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean, this, was, this came out last week, and we kind of forgot to talk about it just because we got rolling. But uh, it's a, well, it's it a seems big... like everybody's loving it. Well, the news of the um, reboot didn't happen last last week. It just hit the mainstream last week. I mean, yeah. uh, it, it came out the week, I don't know, weeks, a month or so before. Um, but I'm excited. Hell, I, I, did anybody watch Animaniacs? I did. I watched. Uh, I watched. Like, my my son loves it. You know, he's six months old. I've been watching Animaniacs. My wife has been watching Tiny Toon Adventures. Pinky it's and awesome. the Brain. Oh, it's good stuff. She loves it. Yeah. I don't know. I I I'd, I'd only seen some reviews that were not po- positive, but I haven't had down and sat down and watched it. It's so hard with even with Animaniacs. It's so hard when you have a nostalgia thing. It was so great, and it's such an icon of your childhood. It's just, mm-hmm. it's hard to replicate. I mean, even if you get the same people, it's, it's, you don't have the, you don't have the freedom you used to have, I guess. And either it's good or bad or indifferent. I mean, it's the same thing with comedy shows. You know, it's like if you have an old comedian who brings it the heat and then comes out, like a Bill Burr, Bill Burr almost got canceled because of Saturday Night Live. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, the, the world is uh, a little more ones. PC than it was yeah. in the 90s. And the Animaniacs are a little bit of an un PC thing oh yes everybody is dc shutting down we're, we're gonna get to that we're gonna get to that yeah no i don't know we just, we just thought we should mention it because there are some fantastic covers out there some great things to go collect i mean but i people have been collecting those dark wing ducks uh and variants and stuff on uh on nostalgia for a while so yeah it's really the the first appearance in those early appearances that have just kind of uh, popped in the market in a way that I don't think a lot of people anticipated. Um, you know, the variants have always been uh, coveted um, and, and they're just gorgeous. But uh, that being one of the great uh, homages, um, another phenomenal example there. Then there's the SDCC one uh, in the middle below. Uh, yeah. I mean, these are just top notch. So- so Brian's I favorite. I guess uh, t- Tony, uh, Tony out of uh, our group, um, he collects a lot of Darkwing Duck covers. Uh, that one, uh, he, that's he a top cover. That one, yeah, there's a bunch of top covers. There's that one cover top. that's like the the uh, beige cover that's kind of tough to get to. I don't know if that was an NYCC one. It was a beige one, but that's okay. Yeah, he was specking on. Um, he was specking on uh, DuckTales, too. DuckTale covers for a long time. Yeah, these are great Those full box so books. Gorgeous. I've never, I've never seen a single one of these uh, in in um, sh- no, shops. No, I've never, I've seen never that come stuff. across. I've, I've looked for them for since I got back into comics a couple of years ago, and I found two. I thought I one, think it was a base cover, but it was it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a nine eight. So I didn't. It's take it. back to the kids' comic theory that you know they never take those off the rack; they just leave them there till they sell. Now, for the record, I went um, to a shop this weekend that had major sales and uh, went straight to the kids' comics, like I always do, and uh, pulled like a half a dozen, maybe a dozen of the Disney Adventures Darkwing Duck covers. Hmm. Um, you know, those come out uh, like within 60 days, I think, of the first appearance. So they're really early. They're really hard to find and uh, impossible in high grade. 
What a great cover. Like top, top they notch. killed they killed the homage way and this is a great cover too. Like they did such a good job on these. Um uh, of course this book this book shot up. This book was like I think number two or three on the hot ten this week. Um I think it was selling for like three hundred and nine eight, which is crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. yeah. Yes, sir. So um yeah, I mean there's the the sketch covers too. I love Darkwing Duck. Me too. Cool how stuff. Dope, how dope would it be to get like, like, I don't even know if you could do it, like a Del Auto Darkwing Duck or, or something crazy of like a prominent dark, like an Alex Ross Darkwing Duck or some, some kind of crazy shit like that on a sketch cover. I love Days of Future Past homages. Me too. Um, they're some of the best. And this is a great one. And it makes me every time I see a great Days of Future Past homage, it reminds me how shitty that book sells for nowadays. Uh, yeah, I, I I keep looking at it, and it's like not going anywhere. And I'm just like, I'm gonna buy one, but I just subbed one trying to get another nine eight. And what happens is I buy these super high grade Ross, uh, get them pressed and cleaned, sub them, get a nine six back, and give the nine six away. When I should just resub them and get a nine eight, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and, I mean, uh, Leg was on last week saying that that copper bronze, late bronze stuff. They are not giving away nine eights unless oh, it perfect. is, you know, perfect. Yep. Yeah. So it's a it's a tough game. Um, okay. De- okay. Everybody in the chat's like Del Auto did it. Yes, I I understand Del Auto. I was just using he's saying a sketch. Yeah. All right. It's a lot of Darkwing Duck talk. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. WandaVision's coming. Is that January? Yeah. Hell yeah, it is. Uh, I was hoping we we were going to get it for Christmas. Our year is ending great and ruling in 2021. We got Wonder Woman finally. We're going to see it. And we got WandaVision. Now, which is interesting because at one point it was supposed to be Falcon and Winter Soldier first, right? Absolutely. And the question is, what did they go back and film? Well, I want to think that... uh, there's probably some things tied to the uh, uh, Black Widow that they just are like, we can't do this till that happens. You know? I think they went back and filmed more of the truth storyline. Potential. After Black Lives Matter protests and the world went kind of like uh, real focused on um, race relations for a little bit. I could be wrong. We'll see. I, I would not argue with you. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that that series is going to be strong regardless of what they do. It's going to be a strong series, I think. Hell yeah. Who knows? They could have cast Wolverine, put him in Madripoor for all I know. <laughs> uh, you know I what I mean? That would be, that'd be ballsy. That yeah. would be ballsy. Well, uh, Disney's got cojones for sure. So um, I will be... Surprised, but not shocked with uh, whatever they do. And I'll be excited no matter what. At bare minimum, WandaVision looks like a fun ride, man. Rolling through the sitcom era. They're doing different uh, shoots based on the era of the show they're doing. So, I I mean, it'll just be fun to watch. It looks fun. I hope it doesn't get too convoluted and hard to follow, I guess, is a... You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like thinking, but I don't want to sit there and, like, you know, it's going to be a guilty pleasure watch. I just hope it's not like I have to sit there and play connect dots or, you know, either it's going to be like, I guess, it, it, almost like true detective 
you know, if it's true detective-ish, it might be, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying like give away it up, but I mean, if you have clues you got to think about during the thing, I mean. I don't think that's the show they're doing, man. That looks like a, they got it a sitcom vibe for a reason. It's going to, it's going to be some underlying big stories, but it's going to be just kind of light. Yeah. And I think I already spoiled what the big reveal is going to be uh, yeah. running my jib. Um, yeah. Yeah. Frickin' ruined it for the rest of us. Thanks, yeah, Nico, you jackass. Yeah. She already said it. I mean, but that'll be awesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Um we talked about it already. I know, but I just wanna I just wanna talk about if is there one book that that you guys would think about specking on? I mean, I I'm buying a lot of uh Scarlet Witch. I bought a lot of Scarlet Witch related books. I'm buying a lot of Doctor Strange related books. I don't know that they're going to go crazy, uh, but I'll I'll take the bump. It'll be substantial enough uh, to move. So I like all of the Doctor Strange Kate stuff. That's well into the future, but I think uh, it's got real potential. Um, and I like a lot ASM Annual number ten. Um, it hasn't gone anywhere, and I think uh, there's a it shot. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's been climbing. Oh, no, I know they stand. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not Rogue. Um, and, you know, again, what iteration will they bring, right? Mm -hmm. um, it is kind of the issue. Uh, but we see our uh, little um, young female character all grown up uh, and – can we bring up the eBay scores? I don't even think people are buying them. What are we talking about? ASM annual oh. number yeah. 10. I tell you, uh, I walked into a comic shop for the first yeah. time in probably six months. Just I, I just don't don't go if I order stuff. It's usually online because it's just inconvenient and not super close. Um, but I had to buy a few things. And I know I don't know why I noticed, but they had uh X-Men 4 reprints on the shelf. And I'm like, oh, nice. Pushing the product when it's time. Yeah, I, I love mean, this cover. The House of M1 uh, variant I know, is sweet. I, I know it should be on a different book, but this cover is badass. Well, and I grabbed the uh, the variant for, what is it, number five, too, where she actually says no more mutants. Yeah. I think it's uh, probably on there somewhere. But, um, you know, so the issue is kind of like I, the reason I like the other book is because first appearances are what people uh, gravitate to over time. Right. So I think that book will have its moment. Uh, it's already high. You know what I mean? You, you almost have to pull them out of back issue bins. Um, but we've kind of seen like uh, all of the characters from that Ultimates run, except for um blue marvel make their appearance in the mcu and the question is like are they going to do avengers 2.0 yeah i mean i'm not the first person that suggested that um, yeah, no no i well i mean what are they uh thor is looking like it's almost an avengers movie right now with all the uh people confirmed to show up i mean it's it's got a pretty big cast of guests with you know uh, now uh uh star lord and uh, oh and i lied it's annual yeah, six it's annual 16 that's why you couldn't find it uh, forgive me i kept thinking annual 10 yeah i'm sorry uh it's 16 
But, you know, again, the issue is like, what do you do? Does Monica Rambeau go bonkers or um, not? I, I think she'll be well-received. And, uh, yeah, I, there we go. And, like, uh, you know, is it the photon iteration? Um, I, it, you know, with for me, it's the, the first time, the first appearance that really matters. It's not like the subsequent iterations, if they're already a superhero. Um, but those are all books that uh, I think still have room and you can still buy now and uh, flip if you got, uh, if the character hits like I think it's going to. So we'll see. Um, I don't know about the vision, sort of like the vision number one or the white vision. I mean, there's a thousand different spec books. Uh, it, it's the slow burn that has me excited about WandaVision, uh, that it's going to be a weekly burn over time. Um, and we'll see how many episodes Rambo's even in. Yeah. Well, that's a weird, fun thing in the chat. Somebody, uh, what are they talking about? They, oh, it's one of those things. Spammers. Uh, spammers, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nice. They're all over the place, yeah. They're all over the place, even even us a little little YouTube shows. Yeah, the, the degenerates here. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's degenerates that we just have to block every once in a while. Yeah, so. dude. I had to I had to block a couple uh on the modern playbook. We yeah. let a lot of you degenerates through. I mean, we know who you are. Yeah, my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met most of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. We might have blocked my brother just because he was getting too wild, but that's okay. Yeah, it's all good. Um, shout out to Ozzy. <laughs> My man. All right, so uh, what's next? We want to do the, dis the the discussion or we want to do market report? Let's do the discussion and then roll in the market report. All right, so the big discussion of the night, I think, is, and this is kind of on everybody's, um, everybody's, back of their heads right like our 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 hobby is super strong right now um and is it going is it is it too good to be true i guess is is what we're all worried right is, is there a it, crash is it sustainable coming? is it sustainable yes you are just too good to be true <laughs> i mean there is I, I i i look at this market report weekly and i go Damn. What? Huh? Can't I, keep I, my I think, eyes off of you. I think in the last 10 years, like I was making good moves and strong moves to turn little books into bigger books and do all these things. And, and like Sean said last week, I, I could have just bought some of these and fucking held them and called it a day. <laughs> right? Oh my God. Uh, I mean, the turtles, third prints, and some of that stuff, you're like, really? What the hell did I do, bro? I I don't know, but I, I just every so the week issue is what? What is the question? Every week, there's so many books going big. It, we are now still heading into you know foreseeably. There's no more shows for six more months, right? We, yes. we can all pretty well agree that it's going to be mid spring before that's even a remote discussion. Like the winter's dead, early spring's dead. No more shows. Um, we haven't seen any stimulus money come out, which is, you know, we said propped up the hobby kind of Q2 and maybe a little bit of Q3. Uh, you know, we got people freaking out about the election. We still got COVID going on and more people losing jobs. And, 
you know, stock market's going well, comics are going well. What what's going to happen this you know this next six months? What what are we looking at come spring twenty? Well, 21. Uh, it's hard for me to talk about this without talking about politics and losing half of our audience. So uh, I'm going to tread lightly, but um, I, I, I don't think you can talk about it entirely without talking a little bit about politics, which is governing. I don't see us getting another stimulus bill during the current uh, administration. No. I don't see it happening. Um, which, which takes us to roughly February. Absolutely. It seems so, go smooth. Um, now, the issue is uh, without and a stimulus. Jeff has brought up the Christmas lull, which is well, always without, here. Okay, so, but without a stimulus, what does that mean that um, what exterior uh, outside circumstances will impact the market? Uh, Christmas being one. And the next one is will there be um, significant state shutdowns as we get into winter? Um, and if there are shutdowns or at least people sheltering in place, for lack of a better description, uh, will that cause people to turn to, towards more buying online? Um, there's obviously going to be a, a lack of discretionary spending around the holidays because people have to buy gifts for their kids, for their spouses, family members, friends, loved ones, whatever. Um, that's kind of the, that's sort of like, you know, the issue, right? Um, I don't so, suspect. Go ahead. I, I don't suspect that we will see some sort of cataclysmic drop in the market. I think uh, prices will, uh, you know, be what they're usually like. Uh, and I think there'll be opportunities, but not some sort of like across the board kind of craziness. Um, I just don't. Well, I don't think it goes cataclysmic, but it's so fucking strong, defying all logic. It, it's it's like the stock market is like, I understand why the stock market's going up because it's made up of companies that are not being affected. I mean, the economy's being hit at more of the mom and pop level, and not the Apple and you know, the big dog level that that is happening there. But it's just. It's interesting that every week there's these books going from zero to five hundred dollars. All of a sudden, you're like, "What? Where does this keep coming from?" And we'll talk about a couple in the market report that I'm like, I, I, I just can't wrap my head around all of it. And I don't, I don't think it's going to crash. And I honestly, at this point, admit I am not smart enough to figure any of this out. I, I bought a book that Nico is probably shaking his head about that I'll show in a few weeks and I probably will go nowhere, but I just decided I'm going to buy what makes me happy <laughs> and move on. But uh, it is just, I don't think it can continue doing what it's doing for the next six months. It, it just feels not feasible. There's too many outside factors because these people that are, like aren't getting stimulus aren't, you know, losing their job or, you know, are on furloughs. There's more people getting furloughed well, and having things happen. Let's go to the next. What point, are they going right? to sell? What are they going to sell? But let's go to the next point. Okay. So we, we agree, the three of us, that we don't anticipate there being some sort of stimulus bill. Mm -mm. Correct, Brian? Oh, yeah. Not, I, I don't think for, that's coming anytime soon. Not, yeah. not, not during the Trump administration. No. Right. So at least into February. 
Um, we don't anticipate that there will be some sort of national message from POTUS saying shelter in place, uh, governors start putting restrictions out. That's not going to happen either. Six months from now, we also think that theoretically we're going to start having vaccines and, and the world's going to get a little normal. That gives us a very short window of about three months from the onset of the, the Biden administration into like April, May, June, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you think that uh, with a divided Congress, we will get a stimulus bill of some kind from the Biden administration? Dennis Hayes says it best. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think we have no idea. We have no idea where, what's going to come with that. But I will say this. The strength, the, the amount of new collectors that have jumped into this hobby and that went all in, and not just this hobby. I would say, like, I, I this is going to sound really bad, and I don't mean it sound bad, comic fans, but comic and cards are kind of, you know, that collecting hobby is kind of similar, right? And you've seen both comics and cards and sneakers, the, just the hobby just whoosh, through the roof, right? Uh, you see people, big, big, big money people who were never even knew about the hobby before getting into the hobby, i.e., I, 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 you know, Rob Kardashian becoming this big, huge sports card person. Uh, you know, uh, we're hearing more and more people getting into the comics, buying big, big comic books. We saw uh, De Detective 27 sell for $1.5 million the other day for a 7-0. You know what I mean? Like the, the hobby is showing really big signs of strength. And I think that is why people are so worried because they see how, how big the hobby has gotten. Well, I, right? but I'm not even talking that part of the hobby because that's a part of the hobby none of us are playing in. If there's nope. somebody in the chat, God bless you, that has a Tech 27 and action. I'd one, like to. I'd like to interview you on the uh, Saturday night show. <laughs> Holler at your boy. But uh, you know what I'm saying. If somebody has those, you're not worried about it. And and I'm not worried about you know the 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 Silver Age keys and oh, fuck. I'm not worried about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one. But I, man, I don't understand. Uh, we'll get to the market report, but like some of these modern books that are $500 books with no real reason. I understand it's a great story, but are we that hungry? We're going to put 500 bucks in a great story that might get made into a fucking Netflix show that people consume in four minutes and forget about. I mean, I, are you really worried that there's, that there's a lot of fuckery going on or no, no, I just, I, I mean, just think look, we've lost there's our a head a little there's bit. There's a lot of that going on. Let's not kid, but not on those kind of books. Not on the one he's talking about. For example, I'm not even. I'm not saying it's fuckery. I'm just right. People are putting saying, a lot of. Uh, I know. I'm just into these books, and it's just interesting. I mean, and uh, I know Dennis Schaefer's in there. He's a store owner. He's lived through it. Are you going to say some of these books that came out this week are saga? Because you can buy a saga for what you can buy some of these for. And, and I, I just. You know, fourth prints, third prints, eighteenth prints. There's just a lot of that stuff that everybody's chasing that book that they're like, "That's the one." No, this. Wait, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. it. It's this every minute, and and I don't get it. 
Yeah, but it makes me happy. I uh, I'm happy people are collecting comics, and I'm happy they like it. I um I, I know what I like and what you like uh is probably a little bit um more solid of a an investment. But uh, those guys that are paying you know five hundred dollars for some random uh, I, Dennis, indie title, I agree one hundred percent. Saga has never fucking come down, but well, but there's so those many guys, other books that are chasing. those guys that are that are. Uh, buying what they think is the next saga or is the saga of this, you know, year or last year or whatever. They think that your purchases on your esoteric uh, global comic safari are <laughs> fucking outrageous and ridiculous too. You know, They're so fucking I, reprints. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, it, I like it. I like when people buy stuff that they like, I, I don't suspect that we're going to see some sort of uh, cataclysmic, drop in the market i think there'll be opportunities there always are well then um, let's let's reframe the question between now and let's say april what are we doing what are, where, where are you going to make the money because okay you're a wednesday warrior you're picking really well you're going to make some money where are the investment place what, what are you planning what, what's that what am i buying well what what's the smart buy what I mean, are silver age keys are at all time highs. The bronze age keys are at all time highs. Copper age keys are now at all time highs. The brand new books are all time highs. The '80s cartoons are all time highs. Is there anywhere to put your money that you feel great? I think. I oh, think. We really, you, you really want me variants. Yeah, you really want me to answer that? I don't know. Maybe. I'll tell you. All right, I'll tell you. Uh, I like, for example. Golden Age romance books. It's a soft ass market right now. Soft as a baby's fucking bottom. I mean, it is soft. And uh, why? Because retailers who aren't like brick and mortar guys, but are show retailers, um, got big books, big money. Uh, those are the books that they collect. And um, times are tough for uh, those kind of guys. I, I would focus on. Who collects, um, I'm sorry, on what show guys uh, collect, right? Retailers that, that rely on that. And I would go there because that's where the softest prices are. Um, who's making money? Guys that are flipping modern variants and, and modern shit on uh, eBay. They're making a killing. What's the, oh, last thing in, what's the last thing in the world that I would be buying? Modern variants, stuff that those guys are buying. Not unless you can uh, get it at, you know, at cheap prices. And well, yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're doing up. if you're doing what I like to do, which is buying shit out of back issue bins for you know a fraction of what you could sell them for on eBay, sure, have at it, fill your boots. But um, that's you know that's kind of it. Like I look for cracks in the market. Um, you know, a lot of it's kind of like explaining why those cracks are happening, and then looking for opportunities that other people won't necessarily see. So, uh, you know, golden age, good girl art, uh, golden age romance. I think those markets are super duper soft right now. Um, and then the next one is like books that people will graduate to, right? So if you're a guy who had, um, a half a dozen ultimate fallout, uh, fours, right. Cause you know, you, you haven't been in comics forever, but you've been in comics for a little bit. And you know, you, uh, you thought that was a book that was going to pick up and you grabbed six of them at a hundred dollars a piece. And then you had, uh, you know, three nine eights and three nine sixes and you made yourself almost five grand. What do you buy? 
a Hulk 181, right? Because that's the next right. logical choice for them. So they went out and they bought their Hulk 181s. They went out and bought their ASM 300s and we saw those books spike. So the question is like, you know, where where's there the next opportunity? What what are people going to buy next? Yeah. Uh, hey, that's that's kind of what I would be thinking about. I want to answer and Dennis. I, De Dennis, I 100% I think you're right. I am frustrated, but I admit I don't know where it's going, but I like talking about it because there's smart people in this chat. There's smart people in the room. I like seeing if somebody here freaking understands it. I, I know you've been in it a long time, and damn it, I'm sure you are enjoying it because life is good if you are in the comic distribution business and smart about it. Yes. If you're you not smart about smart. it, you're not doing well, but... I'm not even gonna give I Bolo. Think... A, I'm gonna even give Bolo a question because modern A's are getting overlooked because everyone's chasing the incentives. But I'm almost watching the incentives get thrown over by the second, third, and fourth print. Yeah, look at that. Something is killing the th children. Three second print. Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even feel safe on the modern. You know, on the incentives sometimes. Because the there's problem some late with, printing that's going to take it over. Well, the problem with that is that there is a lot of lot of fuckery going on in that world. In those, and I don't think we even really know the fuckery that's going on yet. Hell no. I think no. that 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 and, it's and going to take I, a long time to sort out, and um, there's going to be some major winners and a lot of serious losers. Oh shit! Who's just said that? What's that? Sean Blair, I'm gonna buy that book. I wish I'm not, but man, that's a great book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman 227. Sean said 9.8 going for auction on Heritage. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's yeah, and so like, uh, yeah. I mean, and the question is like, why would we change what we've been doing for a long time, right? Which is, I look at what's going to be hot six months from now, a year from now, two years from now. Uh, and I get ready to sell those books to people when they're as hot as I feel safe with them being hot. And a lot of times I get stuck with shit, right? I'll be perfectly honest. Uh, I'm not so uh, sure that it isn't time to be buying Eternals. Oh, here we go. Watch people here get crazy go. and hate me. Well, I think that some of those older ones are, but this whole 45 variant thing for issue number one that's coming out. Oh, no, Christ. I wasn't talking about the fucking. No, I'm I, talking about the. Yeah, first we just have to. We actually yeah, have to remind you. You know, Avengers 48, right? Like, I'm not so sure that it's not time to do that. <laughs> Wait, um, somebody just said early Marvel Westerns. Oh, my God. They're my people. <laughs> Comic yeah, Garage. Yeah, God bless them. I, I like uh, I like Westerns too, but I don't know that they've got a future for us. Oh, God. God love you, man. Yeah, I think there's a lot of books out there that are worth looking at, especially in high grade that are just really hard to find. So um, that's the hard part. But I don't know. I I, I think that we're uh, we're we're all around worried, not just worried about our little you know niche of the market we're worried all around as a as a like a collective unconscious right now right uh, there's a lot of dread especially at this time of year going through what we're going through as you know a whole that everybody's got is worried about something and they have to put that on to something else well i think it's also because we all grew up with that 90s shit show where things were 
easy money. We were all going to retire on these comics we bought then, and then the market was a shit show for 20 years. And, and I think that's all in the back of our heads, and we all are like, when is that shoe going to drop? And, and I'll admit that's in my brain of it's going to go wrong, but I, this is a whole different world, a whole different market. I don't truly think that's the issue, but it's just so much coming at us every day. I mean, I, I'm going to talk in the market report about some books that like two weeks ago were hot and now they're not. And you're like, what the hell happened in the, that time? Nothing, yeah. nothing happened wrong. It just six other things got your attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think people have long, long, longer times to think about purchases now. It's not like, you know, when, when you have working from home, you have some time, you're like, oh, now I can look at an eBay auction for six hours or I can, you know what I'm saying? Or it's not like, oh, I'm working and I'm watching this thing and it's, oh, it's four o'clock and time's flying. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. It might have something to do with it too. But My buddy John wanted me to remind people of one thing for sure. Um, I buy books, they get really hot, they become worth a ton of money, and then they sit in my box because I fail to sell them. <laughs> That's all of us. That's all of us. He walked the steps to have me. No, those are yours. He walked the steps to make to sure tell me that, that I admitted that. Books. Yeah, that I admitted that at the end of the day, I suck at selling books. Yeah. Not all the time, uh, but let's just say some of the times. I really do. Yeah, we all do. And but the key is to um, have your books be bought on the money of the other ones. If yeah, you, dude. That, I mean, that's, I'm a that's multi- the best way to play it. Buy multiple copies if you possibly can. Slab those high grades, you know, if they're moderns or whatever the hell you're uh, trying to afford to do. Uh, get those nine eights out the freaking door, paid for at the tip top of market by the other books that you sell. I mean, the being a mechanic for comics is more important than being able to read tea leaves. Uh, anybody who suggests that this is like some sort of fortune telling game is silly. Um, I mean, that's fun and I enjoy sort of the theory crafting, but being able to be like, oh, well that book actually sells for this amount. Uh, I'm gonna buy it has been much, much safer and much more lucrative than any sort of like and then I think this book is going to go and be worth more money in the future. Yeah. You never know, man. Shit can happen, and you could be sitting on something that you, you never know, or you could be sitting on it too long, and it uh, the spec cycle comes back around again. All Spec, spec never dies. It never dies. You just got to wait long enough to capitalize on it. Thank God. True. So. But then you got to capitalize on it. And then you got to capitalize on it. You're yeah, right. Buddy. You're right. So, um, all right. Do you want to get into market report here, Z? Yeah, let's let's do that. All right. Let me, uh, about I'm going to let you go ahead and let me go take over here. I got to go meditate. Meditate. He said meditate. Meditate. Meditate, I think he said. Yes. Med- all right. So I alluded to, to the book that I was like, it is selling like it's saga. This is the one that caught my eye. Lord um, of mercy. Uh, yeah, I and I still can't. I mean, I don't I don't care that it's selling well, but uh some some odd sales this week. Uh Ice Cream Man, horror anthology, it's a great concept. I don't deny it. Um census, just some numbers just because it, it's a newer book. Uh first print 
had uh, 272 in the census with 228.98. The B cover, which I'm sure Dennis can tell me more info, but I, I couldn't find an exact thing. It, it was definitely a, a special order, but I could not determine what the uh, ratio or incentive was. It doesn't appear to be just a standard ratio item. Uh, 112 in the census and 91.98. Oh, that's uh, an A and a B cover. Is it just a straight order what you want? Order what you want B cover sells for less than the A cover. The A cover is the one with the ice cream cone. Fair enough. Um, and there's also a second print. Uh, original print runs reported to be just a tad under 10K, probably give or take on that. Um, so yesterday there was a sale, both auctions, which blew my mind, of the first print for 362, which was a little above market. Later on, one sold for 500 with bids. I looked this morning and there's several of them at like 399 and change. So I, I have no idea why that 500 happened. Uh, I would not call that the price as is because there were some sitting at 400 earlier today. I don't think they sold out. Maybe they did. Um, and then you got the B cover here, which there definitely appears to be less of. I could argue it's a more interesting cover. If I were going to put one on my wall, I like that one better. Um, but it sold at 305, so it's actually trailing. I, it's kind of weird because the first time I saw this kind of trend was back at uh, um, We Can Never Go Home Again. Remember that book? Yeah. That's where that A cover ver uh, trend of just being the, the better buy seemed to pop up. I, I don't I don't exactly understand it. Maybe it's just that's the image. We're going to go with it. There's so many variants now. We want a clear cut. This is the choice. Um, tends to happen with these smaller publishers a little more, but uh, um, it's a Marvel and DC thing too nowadays, which doesn't make any goddamn sense to me either, frankly. Yeah, yeah. so I, I don't know. I'm not saying this book's a bad buy. I'm just saying we, we talk the world about Saga. We talk the world about Monstrous. This is truly a horror anthology, and there's a lot of those out there and have been done for a very long time. Do we think this is the one that's gonna like, you know, make you rich? Because I I don't know. There's people, ones that people aren't are just even buying it. Yeah, but people are just buying it because they like it. There's a ton of weird variants that people are paying huge money for now too. Uh, this series was incredibly cold. In fact, before it became trendy with these like uh, you know well received uh, B covers. Um, people routinely talked about how they didn't like it. Like, it's okay, but it's not that good. And now it's just got this kind of like rabid fan base. Um, and frankly, it's, it's I attribute a lot of it to a uh, key collector. It's, yeah. it's, it's the hipsters, man. This is a hipsters book. I just, I, and I, the other thing is, I don't know. It just, whatever. I, I'm not going to fight about it. I just, it confuses me. It perplexes me. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to go to the older stuff to clear it out just because, well, there's one book that I just put on the list because it made me laugh and happy. A freaking clown skull that oh, I didn't cool. know existed? Nice. This book? Get ready. Who knew? He's on the hunt. I need it. Uh, Liberty Comics 12? Dead clown skull cover is the uh, title of the auction. I love it. Uh, only 20 in the census? from Green Publishing, uh, has Black Hood in it. There is a nine for at the top of the census. 
almost no sales track. There was a sale for a 6.5 trimmed this year for 330. An 8.0 sold in 2017 for 600. Uh, yeah, they just don't sell. And now I need one and we'll probably not see one for two years. So enjoy a skull freaking cloud cover. Uh, and if you see one, drop me a line. Uh, next one. This is a book that uh, we've talked about on Vintage Voyage a few times. Our buddy Mike Morello had just grabbed one not too long ago. Rula Jungle Goddess 22 with her stabbing the... I need solo wiki. I don't remember again if it's a crocodile or an alligator. Great cover by uh, Jack Kamen, uh, who kind of feels like the unsung hero of... Uh, the jungle comics right now. I mean, with Baker being so damn hot, Cayman gets a little left behind. Uh, I do think this is a book that if you had a few bucks and you can find one, buy it. Uh, only 22 in the census right now. There is a 9 and an 8-5. It's a Sodi book. Um, you know what's funny? Reading people roast you uh, for liking Golden Age books and not liking Ice Cream Man. Uh, in the live chat, and I wonder what the fuck they say about me when I talk. Dear God, I'm not even watching, but I will. Um, I listen. I'm if you're a golden age collector, I love it. Uh, the eight five, which is the second highest graded, sold for eight oh two in May. That's a freaking steal in my book. Uh, no Fox prior... Features Syndicate, buddy. Those are tough books. That's a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous game and cover. Get out of town. I like it. Yeah, there's no 4 sales prior to this one. Uh, I, I don't know. For 300 bucks, if I would have seen it, I would have bought it in a heartbeat. This oh, is, that's just a book I like. Yep. Um, and to each their own, man. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, right? I'm not Townsend Modern. I just don't understand it, and I'm old and. No, I think, whatever, well, the Ice Cream Man's particularly interesting because of the turnaround. And anybody who doesn't say that there was this drastic turnaround wasn't fucking paying attention or they're full of shit. Yeah, okay? it, was dead it, was, it was dead and people hated on it. And then there was some sort of controversy about like an artist or a writer. I didn't pay that much attention. I just paid attention to the numbers. And uh, then they dropped the Doctor Who variant or the, I'm sorry, Doctor oh, Seuss yeah. variants, right? And then after the Dr. Seuss variants, it it got its own little like uh, section on Key Collector. And then everybody and their brother was out there buying those B yeah, covers was, was and it. they went bananas. Andy Tomberlin was talking about him. And, and, and if Andy's by the time Andy talks to everybody else about him, you're too late. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, all right. One more golden age, I promise. And that's it. But this is my man, Mr. Frazetta, the master. Well, I almost picked up one of those, but it wasn't that nice. And I just couldn't I, pay the money. I should have bid on it. I I honestly had it on my watch list. I got a little distracted. I have a copy that is not as nice. Thunder. Um, Thunder, the only comic completely drawn by the master, cover to the back, all done by him. Uh, I, I'll admit it's not my favorite cover of any of them, but here is my advice, you Golden Age guys, the three of you listening still at this point. Um, yeah, did we have like 150 people in the live chat? Now there's six people. And the they're Frazetta, my six friends downstairs. I'm just the Frazetta Famous Funnies, like, space stuff is doing very well. Um, but everything else is low. I mean, the, the, the Beware cover, the Thunder's down. Uh, a lot of these other books are kind of just under the radar. And I, I don't know. I, they feel like Well, because, buy. again, who's buying them, right? It would have been 
the the show guys, the yep. dudes that set up at shows that are experienced, uh, you know, flippers, call them what you want, and they're not um, because their their cash is down. Who's not buying them? The guy who's flipping ice cream man, and the guys that. that are buying those other Frazettas, they don't need like extra money. They just have it. Yeah, and, I, and that's a good point. I mean, how many people flip moderns for Golden Age? I mean, you know, I mean, it's. I know, no, I know oh. you're in the minority though. I mean, oh. so you're in the one percent. I mean, well, I I flip them for whatever I like. I let, I love Copper Age books. I regret no, not I th- getting I think, trickled, but dude, I think your analysis is spot on. This is there's an opportunity there, and I think my explanation for why there's an opportunity there, I think, is correct. There's only so many Frazetta books. Yeah. There are only so many. He did a very brief stint before he went on to you know better things. Um. All right, so that's all the golden age I'll rot your brains with it. I apologize and make fun of loved me for it. Not loving ice cream man. It's okay. No, um, I loved it. I'll go something a little newer for you because I don't dislike it all. I just you know it is I like it ice is. cream man too, but sorry. hey, you, hey, you're just reporting the facts, baby. Yeah. Woo! Listen, Lord of mercy. I hadn't hit GPA yet. I, I went three times to check. It wasn't listed as a best offer, but it does appear a first print sold for thirteen hundred if it is wrong info. I apologize, but it sure couldn't find anything to indicate it that way. Uh, it was trending in the 800, 900, a couple towards a thousand. Um, so it does seem like a serious jump. I don't understand why, but I don't understand a lot of things. So go think, with it. Do you think there's an opportunity for the other McFarlane Batman books? Uh, like I'm hot on that Batman spawn newsstand by that. I mean, I look for them all the time and I can't find them. Um, I'm also buying the other Batman McFarlane books when I see them, like the year two stuff. I wouldn't uh, think you're making a dumb decision. I, I, I got some of those. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's a bad choice. Um, just side note, 175 nine eights on this guy, which is surprisingly low for a book like this. Yeah. There are three printings and a Canadian price variant, so just be aware. I could not, I could not determine any trend that like this is not any of the other prints. There's none of that going on. So, what does the newsstand go for? I could not determine a newsstand. I don't. See it's any. weird. So it's almost like people prefer uh, the direct market, or at least uh, they like the it as much as the newsstand. Um, because of how cool the corner box is. Yep. So, um, let's see. This other one, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Koi. Even though he claims he was the first one looking for it, I was ahead of him. He just got one faster because he's Koi. Probably flipped me one at a profit. A just spectacular cover. Absolutely nothing going on in the story, but uh, John Bryan classic. Uh, spectacular Spider-Man one on black and white cover, just freaking gorgeous. Uh, just I, that's all I can say. It was kind of a very low census book early on. I remember looking for it probably seven, eight years ago. I didn't even find so one hard, until so hard to find, dude. Four or five years ago, yep. and even then there was less than twenty nine eights. I looked today to check. There's ninety two nine eights. And for a while, the market on it was pretty soft because I think somebody found a stack and graded them all and, and flipped them, and it was about a two hundred and twenty dollar book for a minute. Uh, there are two nine nines now. Wow, that makes me want to cry. And whew, damn, 
That's I don't like paying a nine nine premium, but man, that's a pretty book to have it in. Um, there is a Canadian price variant. I don't see many around. I got a Canadian hunting for me just because I'm building an international set because I do love this cover. Um, there are three nine eights in the Canadian. I don't even want to know what those go for. That's the power of UD, man. Back in the day, like oh yeah, one one person says that book and it's just fire. So it is a new, there is a new stand. So I could not confirm where the highs and the lows were on this book, but it has went from anywhere in 2020 for $200 to 678. I'm sure the highest ones are new stands, but this one is selling really well at 430. Whereas most of 2019, the standard was a 225 to 250 book. So nice to see it recover because I think just, it's such a beautiful book that the, the demand for you know the artwork of a cover is is starting to appreciate and you know they are harder to find than not if you're just looking at the bins i'm not going to say a dealer can't pull out a chunk of them somewhere but it's a pretty ass book um i have no info on this next book i just saw it and was intrigued i assume nico might know something but or brian uh bad rock wolverine 1996 ash can limited edition of 500 just close to 300 sale yeah i don't know it existed i have no idea why somebody paid that much for it makes I me think, want to look and see what ash cans i have yeah i think people paid a buttload of money for it because it's a wolverine limited to 300 variant and bad rock was the only character from young blood that anybody really cared about yeah. And he was the one who, uh, you know, that's kind of my guess. Uh, I imagine somebody else is just one of those crazy uh, extreme Liefeld fans because they're out there. Uh, Ultra Maximus, their... is that you? Oh, he's he's one of them. Yeah, he's, he's a homer for Rob. He was the underbidder. Yeah, dude, he loves him. Uh, mm. But there's a lot of guys like that, and uh, it tickles that little nostalgia button. I don't know if there's any additional, like, info about it, though. Like something no, I, I'm missing from the interior pages. That's um, so funny. Like those ash cans are either two dollars or three hundred. Yeah. Well, the other question is like, uh, you know, maybe this is sort of like, uh, I don't know. I, yeah, that's not. That doesn't make any sense. I scratch okay. that. I, like I, I love that. the I love the listing photo though. Stokeness. Oh yeah, that's that is a ghetto ass folder photo. Um, let's see what else we got. Trying to go in my notes order here. Uh, this is another one. Century number one continues to pick up stream. Uh, nine eights, there's 273 of them. The price spread on this book is 200 to 600 in 2020. In the last 40 days, it's bounced between 200 and 600, but it has been all over the chart it's not a shape straight up shot it's like one week it's a 400 book the next week it's 500 the next week it's 600 and then it's back to four i i got nothing i mean i i think people are just he hasn't shown up in the universe and maybe he will um love this book always have loved this series the first series is so good yeah i mean it's well written and a cool premise um and it's one that I don't necessarily have a lot of live action uh, hope for it. I think they would do Blue Marvel before they would do Sentry. Um, that just would make more sense to me personally. Um, but 
like Brian said, it's just a super hot uh, character who's beloved. That's got um, some sort of forthcoming appearance in the King in Black, and I think this is like some residual uh, Kate's, uh, you know, love and/or um, you know, people who just really enjoyed the series. Okay. I love it. All right, so next one, we're going uh, a little off the grid because, damn it, we did a couple hot books for you, and sometimes you got to fucking just follow the ride I'm going on. Nico found this one. I totally missed it. Wits End number three. Which Lord is a of mercy. Fanzine at the time produced by Wally Wood. Um, and this one had an all-star cast of people in it. It had Frazetta doing uh, some reprints of early uh, items. It had uh, his very first story. It reprinted his. It said it's his very his first, yeah, for audition from 1950. I am blanking on the name. Uh, the the mouse guy has a story in here. Spiegelman, Art Spiegelman, uh, Wally Wood. There's some early Bernie Ritson in here. Uh, this and is actually. Uh, do you know where the name comes from? No. And I think this is right. And the chat might have to, uh, if anybody in the chat knows for sure. But I think it's, it goes along with the thing that uh, Wally Woods at his wit's end. Hey, And, and that's why he called it wit's end. This is the 198, right? Only 98. Uh, we forget the other thing. This is the first Mr. A story. There were and some that's, strips that's right. the most important factor to this book. Which, which is a Ditko character who he did a version of as the question and then was used by Alan Moore as um, a basis for Rorschach. And then he had this version that was Mr. A somewhere, I don't know, before, after, I think it was after the question, but before, and this was into his old, his Ayn Rand stuff and right versus wrong and very balanced stuff. It's an interesting character. I have never seen this book. It had a supposed print run of five thousand. Yeah, and I freaking I freaking love it. I I might have bought this book if I didn't know that it was up for an auction. And then sometimes 98. when you're watching the in the hindsight, you don't know what you're looking for. Um, there are nine graded copies, nine. And I don't always remember what it's famous for, but it's one of those books I know if I see it, I'm like, oh. But I don't see it. It's burned in my I've, brain. I've, for I've never seen one in the wild. Yeah, I've never seen one in the wild. They're yeah. on a wall and nothing. There's 198, 196. Uh, no prior sales of the 98. Uh, the next youngest sale is nine years old. Um, so it is just a time capsule of 60s goodness with an amazing cover. I mean, black, white, Jesus Christ, that thing in a fanzine, which means it's a magazine size. I, I don't, there aren't many out there. If you find one in nice condition, probably grade it and you'll make some money. Uh, cool book. Yeah, I, thank you for finding it. I, it's one I've just heard talk about, but never actually see. So it's fun to, uh, fun to see the damn thing. Um, couple more our friends this is going to show a little bit of what i'm saying that that we are like fish chasing a shiny object uh batman beyond number one first print 
October 23rd slash November 15th were the two highest sales at 1900. The last two sales have been closer to 1485. Why? There's no news. We kind of just forgot about it and we were chasing ice cream man today. So we forgot about Batman Beyond and it dropped four hundred dollars. That's all I got. There's no change in the news. There's no change in the census significantly. There's not there's not ten thousand more of them than there were. We just got distracted. Um another one I wanted to highlight purely because Nico sent them to me and that always intrigues me. X-Men number one, a pair selling. Uh, a 3.5 blue label for 7,000 and a 5.0 purple label for uh, 4,000. Yeah, so my question was, which one would you guys want at those price points if you had $7,500 to spend? What's a purple label? What's a, what's a problem with it? Uh, no trimming, touch, you know, the, the littler stuff. I probably take the purple label and see if I can convert it to a blue label. All right, Nico. Um, all right, hold on. Let me try to read the exact description for everybody. Bear with me here. Uh, uh, Real quick, while you're looking for that, so I just um, subbed a buddy's uh, Avengers number two, gorgeous copy. Uh, I sent it to get pressed by leg first. Leg and my buddy, I don't think my buddy knows this yet. So if he's listening, I'm sorry, bro. But this is horrible. Leg calls me and goes, dude, beautiful copy. But did you look through it? I go, no. He goes, somebody cut out a big, huge ad in one of the pages. Oh, damn it. Oh, Jesus. I cut a book out of the uh, market watch because nobody wanted any more Golden Age. But there was a Mary Marvel first with a page missing. All right. I wanted to get this real precise. You ready? Go ahead. There is color touch. Okay. There's pieces added, oh. tear seals. It's been cleaned and reinforced. Now, when they say it's been cleaned, they mean like it's been cleaned and it ain't coming back. Yeah, a, a bath, a chemical bath. Okay. And reinforced. And then it's been re-glossed. Oh, okay. That okay. I meant. Now, now, the issue is... Given that information, I think the blue label. You wouldn't, you wouldn't fucking touch that with a ten foot pole. But the point no. is, see, people who are are spending serious money, and and what this tells me is that there is a um, a, a trend that uh, is emerging on these major books that it's I'll take any copy that presents well. I don't care if it's fucking complete. I don't care if it's received a chemical bath, if it's got color touch, if I and they're spending one. huge, huge money on it. This is, uh, it looks like this 3.5 is uh, Sean Blair's. He's saying uh, it had a little bit of drawing on the Cyclops, um, but uh, that is book, his book that he sold. He said he bought it for four grand, 4,100. Sold it, sold it for 73. Congratulations, sir. I, I, every time I sell a book like that, I end up regretting it. But, you know, at the time, there was something I wanted more. Yeah. All right. Regloss yeah. to me is the end. 
it's yes, it's with trimming as you're just fucked. And the chemical bath is always interesting too. All right, two more because we fucking talked about Star Wars and we talk about Star Wars every week. I just wanted to talk about them. Um, another one to show the lack of memory or the lack of data. Knights of the Old Republic number nine. Uh, if you recall, a mere seven weeks ago, this was a $2,500 to $2,000 book. I tried to find my notes from that week. I couldn't find them because I wanted to see the census. I couldn't find it. I want to remember it was really, really low. Uh, at current, there are 5598s and 396s. Uh, this book in 2020 started at $300 and has pulled as high as $2,500. It is now consistently selling in the 1000 to 900 range. Uh, so Is that because careful. a lot of people found copies, obviously? I am sure. I mean, it's not... It's not a Marvel book, but it's not like it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's out there. It's low in the run, so they printed more of them, I imagine, that low in the run. Um, but let's be honest. If the first the first talk of Revan in any single one of these shows, that book just shoots right back up again, right? I, I don't know. That Revan's a big character, and they are oh, he's definitely the, he's the number use one. Him. Yeah, he's the number one character in Star Wars. Anyone who says otherwise just doesn't know anything about fucking Star Wars. Well, well, I don't I mean, know anything about Star Wars, okay? But I know enough their to money know that I should have bought a lot more of those books. He's got I'm a just, hero's journey that they can play can, on. Can I ask a question though? Yeah, please. So he topped out at twenty five hundred, right? This book, this book was yeah. a twenty five hundred a book for a minute. Yeah. Um, Clone Wars one is topping out at two grand minus. I'd rather have Clone Wars one. Yeah, correct. So buying it at twenty five hundred is a bad buy in. I'm not saying buying it at nine twenty five is a bad buy in. I'm just saying be careful. It is suddenly hot, and you're buying the first couple nine eights. Yeah, but let's be honest though. If you can buy in at this price, and I'm not saying to, because I definitely wouldn't be buying in personally. I just don't have the money to spend on that book for that money. But if you really believe in this character and you know what Nico said, like this character, that Disney is all in on Revan. They are it, all it'll, in. It'll be a movie trilogy. Now, I, I am look, not I, saying you that listen I, to the Star Wars people, and they they're like, "Yeah, you're fucking stupid." It'll be a movie trilogy. Don't listen to people that know too much about shit. They, they can't read what's obvious to everybody else. What I said is don't buy the first couple nine eights. Same with no. that Samuel L. Jackson cover. Right. There are going mean, to be a lot of them. There is going to be a lull after 55 or 60 come to market. If yeah, you love the character, buy when it's at 40% of the high, man. Yeah, now, absolutely. Again, it's triple what the low, but 40% of the high. I mean, I, I'm in the same boat. I mean, the problem is, like, when you're setting the market, like, I, I set the market on a Captain Marvel Casada variant at, like, 600 or 400 or whatever, and it's still, you know, it's, like, $200 book. I mean, when you're setting the market in the very beginning, people are like, oh, if I jump in now, that could be five grand. It's, it's like ASM 667 to auto, dude. It's like, I mean, but this is not as rare as that, obviously. You know, it's like. Don't I'm let the census guide you on a brand new hot book. Yeah. Because there will be some that climb out. Mm -hmm. 
All right. One Sean more. Blair hit. Hold on. Sean Blair oh, hit boy. the lottery because these are both. This is his book, too. <laughs> Jesus, Sean Blair. He's my just man. Send me your sales list next week and save us all some fucking time. He bought it for $360 in his comic shop in June. So yeah. nice. Yeah, nice. Good job, man. Okay. Sean Blair killing it. So, so wrong. So Sean, Sean Blair told us. Uh, I'm just going to call your email and make a market yeah. report on it because you were doing good shit. Yeah. Strong. <laughs> Oh, well, oh, before we move on to this, I got I got one more. Wait, well, before we move on from this one, we want to remind everybody that there are some other books, obviously, that you know, Revan, you need to know about for Revan, and go look at those books before you decide on you know pulling the trigger on investing in this book. All right, so I had said uh, earlier, and I was annoyed by it. That you know, we all used to focus on the incentive variant, the one in twenty-five, the one in whatever, and the first print was garbage. And then on some of those image titles, now the first print's good thing, and the incentive's kind of garbage. And now the spoiler of all of us are the goddamn third and fourth prints that we never know which one people want. Now I think this one got a little bit of a, a push because of the the wild speculation of Mandalorian, but Star Wars Darth Vader three fourth print nine eight. $500. I don't have any data. I don't have anything. I just wanted to put it out there. Character's great character. We all know that the character is going, is is like, it's on that list, right? You, you, Revan's number one, I think, right? That they're, that they're, I mean, Ahsoka was there and we know Ahsoka is already coming, right? So I think, I think that she's on the short list with Revan of, of what they're going to be bringing this. This is a strong character. People like the character. They had a trial run in the comics where people loved them, including Star Wars fans, which is hard to please Star Wars fans, right? And even Star Wars fans love the character. They love those droids. Um, Here's my question. There are five books that could be the book. First print, one in 25. Second print, third print, fourth print. How do you know what's your fucking money? The one in 25 is unquestionably the book. Yep. And, and it's like saga. But then we right? see these later printings undercutting and taking all the. Well, it's news. all you know. It's always a, the price point, right? Like uh, before all this late printing shit went bananas, I sold a stack of these in a uh, sort of like a, a lot before I got back into uh, Star Wars books. Um, and shame on me, I wish I'd have kept them. But you know, you make mistakes. Uh, Lord knows, I'm far from perfect. Um, it's really kind of like it, right? So if you could have picked up uh, these at twenty dollars. Sub them and sell them at five. It obviously makes a lot more sense than trying to spend, um, you know, God, who knows how much for uh, the one in 25 so that you could sub it and barely make a grand or, you know, sell it for a grand net. You know, who knows how much. Um, that's if you can get the 9.8. A lot harder to get a 9.8 on a one in 25 than it is on a random late printing um, where you can grab a stack of them. So, you know, I, that's what I think pushes a lot of the sales on these late printings is there's such a small buy-in and then there's this huge potential for upside. Uh, but for me, you know, like four printings with mere color variation isn't a book that I see um, as having a, a big uh, payday at the end. Uh, but there's always the outliers, right? Like the Batman uh, New 52 number one late printings do well. And it appears like stuff like the Ahsoka is doing well. 
you know, you see Strange Academy, one fifth print. People are going gaga for it this week. Who knows whether it will sustain over time. I, I would love one of the, the modern buyers, though, to explain to me how do they decide which printer they put their money in? Or do they buy equal amounts of every printing? I like the purple background. I understand that, but all right, let's say let's say let's say it comes out. You get yourself a one in twenty-five variant or two, you get yourself some first printings. Oh, let's go on second printing. Do you spend equally on that because you know it's the last printing? Oh, wait, now there's a third printing. Do you buy that again in equal money to, to bet your money? Oh, now there's a fourth printing. Now there's I, you know what I mean? I don't how do you do the math on that? I don't know. I mean, because now you're going your money across six books. You know, we talk about it all the time. Uh, the comic market is not rational; it's emotional, and it's premised on story and art, which are inherently uh, not uh, logical. So, sure, there are factors, uh, but as far as some sort of like uh, rational schema that you can follow, it's just not there. That's what makes it so interesting and so much fun is that you have to legitimately predict the psychology of other prospective buyers based upon how they will emotionally receive story and art. Yeah, you hit it on the head. There is no ration, and that's why we love talking about it on this show. Why don't we give a book away real quick before we before we uh, end this spec talk? All right, we'll um, uh, you pick one. Uh, we want to give one of those. We got another Chang Shi. What do you got? You got what is that? Yeah, that uh. Number two of the uh, the the. I, I freaking love that cover. Yeah, From I like the series too. Wanted comics. Our friend Drew hooked us up. What, how are we doing this one, Brian? We're gonna we're gonna do the uh, age old flip side way of getting into the Matrix. All right, and Nico, we're gonna let you call this one. Uh oh. All right, let's give it a go. Say stop whenever. Stop. Fable. Star right. Wars in general is up. That next Old Republic book is going to be hot. So, Fable, uh, hit us up at uh, at the wall comics. No, no, uh, at comics are the norm. At, sorry. Yep. At comics are the norm. Uh, let's do this. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Yeah. At comics are the norm. You can see it under John Z's uh, title there. And uh, he'll get that sent out to you. So, um, there you go. You guys can see it right there at Comics Are the Norm on IG, or you can hit us up at Tales from the Flipside Channel at gmail.com. All right. Uh, so that's the market report. I, I know I'm the old man fucking yelling. I don't get it. I don't. I admit it. Stop yelling at the clouds. <laughs> I know all you guys are like, you get it. I don't think any of us get it, man. I really don't. It's if you fucking understand which printing to buy and how you are like, uh, Fucking staring at the chalkboard, man. I don't know. It's all good, yeah. man. Fucking calculus. It's fun to see what stuff's going for. You never know uh, where, where it's going to turn and how, what's going to cause the turn. Um, but the, the market is strong. Uh, it, it was interesting because Sean, who sold that KOTOR 9, 9.8, also said he sold a raw for three ninety nine. That book is selling for four hundred dollars raw. That's crazy. So, all right. Um, I talked a lot. Get... I gotta get a drink before I do pickups and stuff. So yeah. I'll be back. I want to uh, go last. 
You want to go last? All right. I'll, uh, I can go. F well, Nick, let me see here. I can think I can go first. I don't really have anything. Um, I did. Let's see. Here. I got books. I picked up. Uh, I opened um, Dino's cards that he sent me out, and I didn't really get much anything out of it. I got one autograph of a pitcher who is nothing. Good. Yeah. Good. So, but uh, it was fun to open them. Um, and then uh, I bought uh, this. I showed this on another show recently. I bought the little Mando set of Star Wars minifigs, and I opened them just because I'm gonna I'm gonna end up playing, you know, messing around with them. Uh, and uh, that was fun. So I picked up that. Um, other than that, I think that's uh, yeah, that's it for me. So nice. All right. Nico, you're up. All right, um, I got a bunch of stuff in the mail, uh, so we'll go through it. I have uh, been hot on this crossover book. Uh, before I uh, before they announced that there was a one in two hundred, I thought all there was only going to be one in tens. But when there was only one uh, retailer incentive cover, uh, Ultra and I looked, and he's like, "Oh, there's going to be one retail incentive cover." And I was like, "Okay, well, I'll grab a stack of the ratios." So I did. Now there was a hundred million um, store variants. Whoops. So I went and I got some of the store variants. <laughs> uh, I really like this cover. This one's from our buddies at Hive Comics. They were kind enough to join us on uh, one of the Modern Playbook episodes. Um, I read this first issue. There's a lot of player hating on uh, Kate's generally and specifically on this title, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, so, you know, people can just keep hating. Um, there's going to be a new TV show uh, about that new gen comic. You familiar with this? No. Anybody? No. All right. It's an old Marvel comic. Um, so the, the number ones are not super hard to find. This, however, uh, is. This is the number six New York Comic Con variant. I grabbed a couple of those. Um, I got. I'm sure those were really cheap, right? I mean, nobody's. Yeah, no, no. paid absolutely nothing. I paid like two, three dollars for them. Uh, I got a couple more variants from the guys at Hive because they're super kind and decent and just threw those in, uh, which I am incredibly appreciative of. Um, also uh, got this one, I think, from them as well. No, I lied. This one's from Mutant Beaver, who was kind enough to throw this one in for me. Um, out of Canada, Mutant Beaver. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Uh, more of those one in tens. Uh, I don't know. I got who I got that one from. Grab this one from Mutant Beaver, right? Then uh, I got uh, this one from Six One Six. It was interesting that Brian talked about uh, how he loved um, these particular books. And then I got the big news, which is uh, we'll be doing Phantom Star Killer variant giveaways. Uh, I want to thank James Hake uh, for sending these ones out. Uh, I'll let you know exactly how we're going to do these. This is, uh, I think, the best designed new character, period. This is um, the uh, retailer box cover, the VHS tape cover, and the action figure variant. And then uh, I got another one here if I can find it, too, but... Um, yeah, that's it for me. Is he back? I'm back. 
All right, mine up. Okay. Uh, I got a lot this week, but uh, I'll start out by thanking our man, Paul's Problems. He hooked uh, Little Z up with a very cool magazine, Killer Sharks Collector's Edition. It is a black and white magazine with a couple pull-out posters. <laughs> very freaking cool. I appreciate it. Uh, he also hooked me up with a guilty pleasure, and I know you all enjoy laughing at me, but some Supernatural 1 and 2 from TC. <laughs> so, hey, uh, I got something for you, too, then. Uh, let, me, let me grab it. <laughs> enjoy. Uh, I got some books from Denmark Inn. Uh, this is a much more modern version, but it's got the uh, Avengers 57 cover with um, Vision recoloring. Kind of cool. A classic. The uh, Wolverine Hulk battle. I do like the pink color. Kind of adds a little, little. That's freaking gorgeous. Drive to it. Really nice copy. Uh, I went a little off the beaten path and picked up a Transformers one and two from Denmark. Oh wow! I didn't even know. I didn't even think to look for this book, and somebody posted. I'm like, yes, I must have it. And Brian's jealous. I can already hear it. He's smiling and jealous. Uh, I bought a lot of books, and this was in there. There, it, it is a Yugoslavian book, former Yugoslavia, uh, and it is apparently a topless superhero, Catclaw. I have no idea what it's about. Looks like uh, somewhere between Red Sonia and Captain America, but she apparently fights crime topless. So with Daredevil, Superman, Spider Man, that's Phantom. amazing. Yes, Ralph Snart. I mean, it's uh, is that Snart? I see the shout, out, shout out, Big Leg. Snart. Yeah, happy birthday there, Big Leg. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Former Yugoslavia. Who knew they made comics? They made actually quite a few uh, Marvel reprints. They're hard to find, but uh, this was kind of a throw-in and a deal. And I was like, yes, that's a really bizarre-ass book, and I need it. And the crown jewel of the week. And this is actually, I don't even buy most of these. I don't even have an American copy, but I came across somebody selling a wow. Mexican Daredevil number one. Damn. Uh, printed Look, he's a, red too. Yeah, just a tad after the American, not far. Um, within the same, I think the same year. Uh, La Prenza books are kind of the easiest foreign to get into. And this has some wild coloring, whereas the US version is very boring. Uh, you know, with white and a little bit of color. This one is nuts. Um, a decent copy for uh, a Mexican book and uh, a nice Marvel key I'll hold on to. So that's me. Enjoy all of you. That Good stuff, buddy. You want to buy Ice Cream Man, I applaud you. I'm going to buy my craziness and enjoy it. All right. Not so uh, the moment we've all been waiting for, the moment of truth, Dino finally, uh, he didn't stick his toe back in the market. Uh, he just jumped like cannonball style all the way back in. Where's our buddy? We, we lose hiding. him. Yeah, we lost him. Right, right, right. When we give him this big, huge intro, we lose this him. This motherfucker. Are you kidding? Right now, <laughs> I've been plugging crying. this shit from like from Jump Street. It's the most. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, it's gonna force people. Listen. So. All right, since since he's not here, let's do uh, let's do one last giveaway. This is what we need for you to do, okay? For the oh, he's back. It? 
we'll still do a giveaway. Are you doing a? You better think that giveaway out. That's a nice book. Yeah, let's think that giveaway All out. Right. Hey, come on with me. All right, Dino's here. Give Dino the floor. James Hanks. Welcome stud. back to comics. Oh, I know. Thank you. Uh, so somebody, somebody hit me up on Facebook and was like, "Hey, uh, I got this family friend who has like a large comic collection. Like, uh, do you want in on it?" I'm like, "Sure." So, uh, I'm trying not to do this and mess up the mic and everything too. So I bought a my buddy. I don't know, fourteen short boxes for a, a nice uh, little buy. Nominal fee. Um, oh, I said I got something for you too. Look at this. You're gonna love me. Well, That's you got the run. Smallville, baby. Oh yeah, buddy. I'm Do you in. want it? Do you want yes, it? I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'm in. He doesn't have the second print though. I do not have the second print. I love me some Smallville. He had two number ones. Do you know how much that second print sold for nowadays? No. Oh Big God. Money. Yeah, hold on. I'll tell you here in a second. You'll be shocked. Ooh, what is that? So this is Smallville with uh, Batman and Superman on it. That's a six. dope cover. Looks like Batman Beyond almost. Yeah. So uh, that was the best thing I got out of the whole box. No. Um, <laughs> uh, it is. It's a win for me. I know. So Nico, here, here's your static stock one, two, three that you were pumping about. All right. That's a little win. Yeah. Again, you'd be better off with the second print. Fifty bucks from the UK with forty dollars shipping for the oh, last Smallville for the last Smallville one second print. Well, we're not uh, buying that then. I had a lot of Batman Beyonds number one through six, and me and Nico were super stoked because I've seen the market report, but they are alas not no, the right Batman. Batman Beyond. They are not yeah. Batman's. It, you're, 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 you've got a, a big lot in the later two thousands. It looked like. Yeah, so I'll grab the uh, the. So I haven't went through the whole collection yet, obviously. Um, I uh, but it is quality. It is nicely labeled. How it is, like each box it. tells you what's in it. Yeah, so, yeah, it looks it looks something like this. So, I mean, I when somebody guy. does that, it's appreciated. And everything's bagged and boarded too. It's not like it's. So, they see me quite a bunch of time on that. So. Um, I just saw this because it was signed by JG uh, Jones. It's 52. Nice. Number 52, signed by JG Jones. Um, uh, this is all Nico because I don't know half this shit. So, Batman Beyond Unlimited, number two, is supposed to be a hot book, right, dude? Luke. Uh, so, here's uh, Court of Owls or Night of Owls, I guess. That was, yeah. I used to have these back in the day, and somebody grabbed these for like two bucks, and mine were, I was just getting back in the comics, and it just dinged this shit. I'm like, oh, does that mean something? Um, yeah, that's so, there. We go. We're looking, we're, we're yeah, going you got better. the whole little run there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah four, that's, that's the one I wanted, and then there's the other one that I like almost as much, maybe more. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a uh, Batman number one, new 52. Oh, you got the one in 25. Yeah, that's the one Dan Skyver variant. I think it's a one, is, one, is one, one in most, 10. No, one in 25. Is it? But this printed so high that there's a lot of them. Yeah, that nobody likes book it. I, I think is criminally undervalued just because Absolutely. that art is amazing. Uh, I don't even yeah. love Van Skyver that much. Uh, action Comics uh, number nine. Uh, yeah, I like that book. I'm, I'm not selling those books. I got a stack of them. I think there's a shot. There's so, no money in it right now. You got a hold. So I, I do want to say this guy, where I got this from, was a collector. These are like red nice ones. Copies. 
never really – I mean, they're not even ding, dude. So, uh, Gotham City Sirens number one. I got the second whole print. Yeah. Wait, is that second print? That's second yeah, print. second print. Oh, yeah. If that's a 9.8, you got some money. Yeah, that's a 9.8, dude. There's nothing wrong with it. He literally nice. – I mean – I'm almost confident. I, I would hate to say this, but there are no press nine eights, probably. That's how that's how nice they are. Uh Batgirl number wow. four. Tap in, baby. So I mean, this is Legionnaire 16. Nice. Oh, that's right. Uh, so I saw I saw a run of this, right? Meet Marvel Secret Wars. No big deal. Ah, nice. So that's only like a Marvel book. Uh everybody remembers this book from back in the day. This is an old school book. Yeah, tough whole, book to get in high grade. Whole run of Suicide Squad. Um, is this Justice League Dark? Is this something big? I don't know. It has yeah. its days. It goes up and down. Um, I saw Deathstroke, the Terminator, number one. Eh. I mean. Ten bucks, right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, Batgirl, number one. I'd be throw. I'd be just dumping those sets, dude, with these yeah. low dollar item books. Uh, I'll leave this one for later. Uh, this this is another secret award. Number now one. hold on, tell them about that book. Okay, so I'll I'll pull it out. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay, so um, <laughs> what we're gonna do dick jokes now? Yeah, I might as well fuck it. He so, just had a baby. She didn't say that. I know. So, is it double okay. cover? Is it double cover? It's no, not double cover. No. Mark Schuler. No. no. Try again. Come on, now you know this. Signed. No, well, you guys are killing me. Zaz? What would I say? So there's a the air. Oh, oh, the air. Blue Galactus. So I guess that's worth something. I don't know. That's not a hard book to find, though, right? No. Not super rare, but it's no, no, nice. I like I like Secret Wars. You know I got a thing for Secret Wars. And, it, and it's beat, too. This one's actually beat. His Secret Wars was in like a box that he read a bunch, which is fine. Um, that's, his, that's his kids. That's his childhood books, not his adult books. Yeah. So, yeah, sort of. Uh, Azrael, this is actually oh, signed. Nice. It's signed by Casada and Denny O'Neill, I believe. Oh, so that's, a nice that, book. that's one. This is signed by Denny O'Neill. That's two. This is three. Denny O'Neill signed. So his whole set is signed by Denny O'Neill and then one Casada one. But whatever. It's funny you say that. I have that same set signed by both of them, just like that. Nice. And the they must have did that, like as a as a thing back thing. then. Yeah. So. Um, it's a coup de gras. What, what's this, boys? Oh, Hold that's on. like two dollars, right? Newsstand, yep. Oh, no, direct. no, no, direct. oh, it's direct. direct. Okay, but still, two dollars right there. The, yeah, paid for the only problem is it's a little wavy, but the magic of the press machine will. Uh, I love that book. I mean, I, mean, I don't like that book at market. I just love that book. So, this is um, this is nothing really wrong with it. It's beautiful. I mean. I still have obviously fourteen more short boxes to go. But what are those books that you can't buy raw now and sub for a nine eight? You know what I mean? Like they're all subbed. Yeah. Um, so so, unless you find them like you did, which well, is there's cool. there's an eight eighty uh, on a place I really look at and it's like a nine nine two. He still wants like two fifty for it, I think. Or yeah, one, and all dude, all those uh jock variants, I, I mean I they're all nice books. I like uh, the eight seventy one. Obviously, I forget what the one the one Batman hanging upside down, but uh, that stuff just like it, it was right when I was getting back into comics. Uh, I loved Snyder's run. I think I liked um, that detective story, the Black Mirror story that he did. Oh yeah, that's a good story. 
Super, Superman, Batman, Jock Covers, man. I mean, it's, it's I liked it maybe better than the early New 52 uh, Snyder Court of Owls stuff. I liked it so much. Professor so, Pig's in there. I, I told I told Nico um, when when it, we get normalized, um, I'm going to roll out and uh, we're going to do a con. I think I got some books now. I got the I'm bringing back the wall. We can't around. wait. So I'm telling you, I think you can sell those sets. You got some nice runs and sets. Just sell them yeah, on so, eBay at twenty bucks a pop and call it a day. Absolutely. Yeah. You you will cover your price. It'll be a little annoying to sell them that way, but yeah. you won't uh, have to dude, fucking yeah, get you'll make money. Yeah, you'll make money. I'd I'd have fun. The great thing is I have a stack now where I just had that um um that Teen Titans twelve that I was gonna send to Nico, like everyone just rolled into one of his things. But now since I have a nice stack, I can send it to our boy Leg and I can say, yeah. Hey, just shoot these twenty five out because they're on modern. So I mean it's gonna be you know, it's gonna cost me if I get a stack of twenty five, hopefully, I can um, you know, be like in it for a decent amount. But. That's my well, uh, welcome uh, back to the fucking club, Dino. Woo! Oh boy. Uh my, my wife goes, Where are you gonna put all that stuff? I go, well, we can't put things in the basement because I'm working on the studio. The all right, so hey guys, I think I've decided what we need to do for the Phantom Star Killer. All right. Do it. You ready? You'll have to tune into comic book women tomorrow night to find out. <laughs> oh, I like Very that. Nice. And yeah, uh, for for all you guys out there, uh, let me remind you uh, what he's talking about. Of course, uh, every Tuesday night on the channel, um, you guys can see comic book women. Uh, but um, I don't have it. Where is it? Did I take it out? Um, I I do want to remind everybody about uh, the dark side episode reviews, of course. Um, and make sure you guys go check out Comic Barricade. Go to comicbarricade.com. Use the code word FLIPSIDE to get 10% off your order. They have a new uh, card stopper, so go check out their cardstopper.com, which basically does the same thing. And, of course, Pokemon Degenerates. Yeah, for you Pokemon Degenerates. Uh, Also, hey, Talking Bird City, uh, Comic Book Women. You guys all love Laura uh, from Comic Book Women. You guys uh, should know that uh, she uh, has her own company with her and her husband. They run Bird City Comics, and you can get 15% off by using the code word FLIPSIDE over there. Uh, They have some pretty sweet uh, new exclusives um, that they just announced uh, last week, I believe, on Saturday. They announced four new exclusives. Um, that they're selling over there. One of them being the uh, new Wonder Woman book um, with that uh, Brazilian Wonder Woman. So uh, make sure you guys go over to uh, flip, uh, birdcitycomics.com and use the code word FLIPSIDE for 15% off. And uh, that being said, you guys got anything else uh, we can we uh, have? No, sh- stop the podcast before people quit watching. We're already losing viewers. And Peace. Peace. 